welcome to the Massive Attack Presents podcast. That's right, this is a little bit of a slight change in name and a slight change in roster. So anyone who was familiar with the original podcast, the Massive Attack podcast, it was my good friend Joe and myself. And Joe has decided that he will leave the podcast at the moment. So I have decided to keep it going and see what I can do with it. Um, Who knows what the future will bring. But anyway, this is either episode 138 of the Massive Attack podcast in the legacy numbering or episode one of Massive Attack Presents. So who knows? I'm just going to put it out there, see what it's like. Give me some feedback, let us know. Anyone who was stuck with us and reached out and asked how we all were, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Joe and I really appreciate it. And yeah, thank you for sticking around. Thank you for coming back. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Hope you enjoy. Let's get down to it. All right. I have no idea what the format's going to look like going forward, but today we are attacking this, and that is we are going to talk about a cartoon, a very particular cartoon. And that cartoon is about a a dude who has a pet. He holds an item above his head, says a magic word, and transforms into a mightier, mightier person. Yes, I know what you're thinking. You know who I'm talking about. But do you? Do you really? Yes, well, I, I'll, we'll start with He-Man, because he's the most famous one, the most recent one of these sort of people that does that. So, yes, He-Man was a toy line to start with and with the toy line they went to filmation and filmation they said oh can you do us a cartoon to help sell the toys so it was about these barbarians essentially these figures um it was a bit like conan it was a failed not a failed conan line but it was a line where they couldn't get the license for conan so there's like oh we'll just make our own characters and they were released as action figures and they came with mini comics and they had their own storylines in it. But when it came to Filmation Cartoon, now I don't know if you know Filmation at all, but um, they are famous for like um, Bad Albert and those sort of cartoons where, you know, they sort of had to be educational and nice and pleasant and, you know, they, they weren't violent or super violent. There was always moral. So they were quite good. So, you know, it's weird to give this... um this toy line of these barbarians, essentially, and it's all about the weapons and the fighting. And they gave it to this this cartoon company or animation company to go and make a cartoon for it. And they pretty much were given carte blanche to make what they wanted. So that was all great. And they, they had a ball and they made a cartoon, which was very, very popular and helped sell the toys. Um, and, yeah, so who, who was he, man? Well, he was a dude called Prince Adam who was given a magic sword by a sorceress from Castle Grayskull, and he was given the power of Grayskull, where he holds that sword aloft, says the magic's word, By the power of Grayskull! And he is transformed into He-Man, the mightiest man in the universe, or whatever he is. So, you know, I grew up with this cartoon, I was like 10, 11 when it first came out, and absolutely loved it, absolutely loved the action figures, and it it was the coolest thing ever, Um, yeah, so not only that, he, he, so in the cartoon, in the original 80s cartoon, he pretty much looked exactly the same as the version, like when he, before he's Prince Adam, and then he becomes He-Man, he looks exactly the same, you couldn't really tell the difference, there was just the outfit change, but anyway, that's, that's how it was, it was a cartoon, it doesn't matter, Um, they did, a new cartoon in the late 80s called The Newest Adventures of He-Man. And then in 
2001, they brought out another version of the cartoon where they actually changed that up a little bit, where the Prince Adam was more a teenager who says the words and becomes He-Man again, but a very different looking person. And even as recently as last year of time of recording, 2001, we got a Kevin Smith um, was the the brains behind um, a a sort of continuation of the 80s cartoon, and that was called He-Man, oh, Master Universe Revelations. And that came out on Netflix in 2001. At the same time, same year, a few months later, we got a newer computer-generated cartoon called He-Man and the Master of the Universe. And they were all very good. Same same sort of concept. Um, you know, magical powers given he holds a sword aloft and he, um, he can, um, you know, transforms into this powerful being. But something that he always had in all the cartoons, was he had a loyal companion called Cringer, which was a cat, a giant green and yellow tiger, basically. And not only did He-Man change when he lifted his power and said the magic word, he could actually transform his cat, and Cringer becomes Battle Cat in the He-Man cartoon. He becomes this armor-clad, bigger, stronger, angrier um, cat, which helps him in his journeys, or tiger. So, yeah, that was this... You know, very, you know, original idea for this cartoon, but um, was it that original? Let's have a look. I'm just going to go back in time a little bit, shall we? So, saying this magic word and, and, and turning into something else, it's a bit of a trope, I found out. So, not only, you know, I'm a big fan of He-Man, but something, if you go back, so 1983 that was. So, let's go back a couple of years. Let's go back to 1979. Well, actually, let's stay with 993 for a bit, because it must have been a thing in the water at the time, because Captain Caveman came out from Hanna-Barbera. Now, Captain Caveman was a spin-off sort of thing from the Flintstones, so he was set around that time of being a caveman in prehistoric times. And he held his mighty club above his head, yells out the words Captain Caveman, and becomes the superhero vigilante Captain Caveman. And, yeah... A little bit similar, just a little bit. But anyway, let's go back. It's all right, so 1978. 78. Now, there was a cartoon called The Thing. Now, you know, a lot of things called The Thing, but this is based on the Fantastic Four comic book, the big giant orange rock guy. Now, you know, he's been in cartoons before. There was the, the Fantastic Four cartoon, and then there was the New Adventures of the Fantastic Four, I think it was called, where they got rid of the Johnny Storm character because they didn't want kids to set themselves on fire and then introduced Herbie the robot. Anyway, so the thing had been around, but in 1978, he got his own co- um, cartoon. Now, he was a popular comic character at the time because he was he was in the um, Marvel 2-in-1 comic book at the time. So what they do, brought out was a comic, and it was always the thing, and he would be teaming up with another Marvel character at some point. He was so popular here, he was in the Fantastic Four books, and he also had his own spin-off book, team-up book. So he was popular. So they they made a cartoon in 1978 with The Thing, but instead of Ben Grimm, that we all know, the grizzled, grumpy, ex-astronaut guy trapped in rock form, no, 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 this is Benji Grimm, a teenager, and... He turns into the thing whenever he wants by putting his two rings together and saying the words, Thing ring, do your thing! And it was just, it's pretty crap. So you can go out there and you can find episodes of this. It's on YouTube and places like that, the Internet Archive. And 
yeah, it's sort of like, oh, so it's all about the catchphrase, the, the magical item, and doing your thing. So, all right, 1978, so that's beforehand, man. Let me go back. Hang on, let's go back a little bit more. 1977, there was a cartoon, another one based on a comic, called Shazam. Now, Shazam is Billy Batson, who's a teenager, who says a magic word. Shazam! Is given to him by a, a wizard. The magic word, his, the wizard's name is Shazam. And he says, you say my name, and you will become the most mightiest mortal in the world. And he, Billy Batson says the word Shazam gets struck by lightning, and he becomes what was known in the day as Captain Marvel, before Marvel took DC to court and all this sort of thing. But anyway, we'll, we'll call him Shazam for the sake of it. And he would go off and do his thing, and he could fly, and he was super strong and all these sort of things, had the wisdom of Solomon and everything. And he was a great little cartoon. I do remember this cartoon quite well. And it's actually from the same people. It was done by Filmation, who made the He-Man cartoon. And if you listen to watch any Filmation cartoons, a lot of them you will find the voices very familiar because they pretty much use the same core, very small core group of voice actors. So there's a lot of actors that are quite familiar that you wouldn't know, um, that you would recognise anyway from He-Man to that, even though it's you know near on 10 years apart. So... Um, I remember this, and not only was he, you know, Shazam was there and he shared his power, he could also, not only it's him, he had his sister, Mary Marvel, who could say the word Shazam and she would become um, Mary Marvel, as opposed to just Mary Batson, and also they had a friend, Captain Marvel Jr., same sort of deal, but they also, in the comics, they had a talking cat called Mr. Talkie Tawny. So I was like, not only was, you know, he said a magic word, become Shazam, the superhero. He also had a talking talking companion that was a tiger. Very similar. Okay, so not only that. So Filmation also did some live-action stuff back in the day. And there was a, a live-action TV show from 1974 based on Shazam as well, which I do rem have vague memories as a kid of that sort of thing. And that's I, I have a massive love for the Shazam character, and I think it started with that live-action show when I was a child. Now, I didn't see it in 1974. I would have been way too young for that, but I would have seen it not long after. So... Yeah, something about that, but you know, oh, so that's okay. It's interesting that we go back and they're seeing all these characters that just seem derivative of something else. But so obviously, it maybe goes back to Cat Shazam. So hang on, no, looking here, nineteen sixty-seven. There's a cartoon done by Hanna Barbera. It's called The Mighty Mitor. Interesting. All right, so the Mighty Mitor is about a character called Tor. In a prehistoric time, a magic well, sort of magical, but yeah, it's got it's got it's not just prehistoric. There's stuff going on, and there was a guy called Tor, and he helps a hermit out. And this hermit happens to be magical, and he helps him, fixes him, so that the hermit repays him by giving him a magic club. This club is given to him, and if he holds it above his head and yells, he becomes my, the mighty Mitor. So Tor becomes the mighty Mitor. And he can fly, shoot beams out of his club, become super strong. And he's got a mate, Tog. And Tog's a little sort of dinosaur sort of thing. But when he turns into Mitor, he points a club at Tog. And Tog becomes a fire-breathing dinosaur dragon-y sort of thing. So I was like, oh, okay. I see what's going on here. And that was kind of cool. So um, this was 1967. 
And if you're familiar with the Hanna-Barbera stuff of that time, it was very much Alex Toth, who Jack Kirby did a lot of work as well. If if you're a comic fan, he's a very iconic uh, comic creator. But Alex Toth, at the same time, is an amazing designer. He was a comic artist, but he got a lot of work in animation in designing characters, particularly for Hanna-Barbera and a bunch of others like that. And um, this era is the era of Birdman and Dino Mutt and all those sort of things. So, yeah, Mighty Mighty, great-looking design. Very Frazetta-based, I think, on his his, his look. Um, yeah, and that was really kind of cool. And then, looking at this, I found out there was another one in 1967, same year. There was a cartoon called Samson and Goliath, which changed its name. So, if you go looking for it, there's either Samson and Goliath or it changed its name to young samson and this is about a dude driving around alex toth designed again who's just riding a scooter around the world literally he's got a vespa you know from episode to episode he is literally going from he's in alaska he's in some polynesian islands he's in mexico he's all over the shop it's just him on a vespa with his dog on the back now he I don't know how he got his powers. I don't think it's actually revealed in the cartoon. It just is. You sort of get the opening credits. It sort of says what he does. Now, what he does, he doesn't have a club. He doesn't have to have to lift anything up. No, he's got bands on his wrists that he bashes together, and he becomes Samson. So it's a young teenage boy, bashes them together, and becomes Samson. He's you know, stronger than strong, like the biblical character, but super strong and all these sort of things. And he goes out and helps people and fights a lot of kaiju actually, if you go and watch the comics, for, for some strange reason. Wherever he seems to go, there seems to be giant things attacking the people and he's got to save them. So, um, yeah, but not only does he become Samson, when he bashes his, his bands together and becomes Samson, his dog becomes a lion called um, a giant lion. Not when, when I say giant, giant enough that he can ride him if he needs to, in the same way that He-Man rides Battle Cat. And, yeah, so... And that's Goliath. As he's, I, I forget his name as a dog, but he's Goliath when he's a when the thing. But not only is he a, a lion, which is pretty damn cool. He can he does whatever he needs to do. He can fly. He can shoot laser beams out of his eyes. He can use like free breath and everything. He's pretty damn cool. So um, yeah, and he's got a massive moose knuckle the way he's drawn in this one. It's a yeah, I'd say camel toe, almost severe separation of the groin area. But yeah, so um, that was that was kind of cool. So 1967. So all these things go back a long time, and there seem to be no original ideas in TV, from what I can tell. Now, this may be not the. F- I, this is a cursory, just quick sort of look of what's going on and finding all these sort of things and putting a link together and just like this would be something I can talk about. But yeah, it all goes back. So. Not only did we have this, this is all taken from the comics. So Shazam may have ripped it off from others, but Shazam was actually around as a comic with the same ideas, saying the magic word, becoming the world's mightiest mortal. Um, and the comics were from the 1940s. So it, it, it goes back that far, and it's all been derivative in that way. So there was a comic called Marvel Man, which also became Miracle Man, just through legal reasons, but that was... Um, Alan Moore sort of rejigged that, but he was around for a long time, and he was essentially, he was actually a ripoff of Shazam and that sort of thing. And, um, 
Shazam is actually a ripoff of Superman in the, when it goes back anyway, because you know they went to court over this sort of thing, and they it was a little too close apparently. But yeah, um, for me, it's just like here's something I just wanted to talk about, just get something out really quick, and and sort of I want to get the ball rolling. I want to do a lot more episodes. I don't know what they're going to be about. I'm going to have hopefully guests on board coming in to talk about other things. But um, at the moment, I just thought, yeah, why not just do something? We've got the hosting fees. Let's just get something out there. Let's just talk to the people and hopefully you can talk back and I'm just not stuck in the bungalow talking to nobody. But anyway, thank you very much for listening to me, indulging me in just talking crap about cartoons because it's giving me an excuse to watch cartoons. So if I can get my stuff together, I will put some show notes out there and I will put them. So if you want to go, um, go to the website for all this, it is themapodcast.podbeam.com. The Facebook page is up and running. So I will try and put show notes there in the feed or something to any of the clips that I can have because I've found a few clips of these. So they are out there. They're on YouTube or um, archive.org. There's a bunch of stuff out to watch. He-Man, all the episodes are on YouTube. Um, so yeah, check it all out. Let me know what you think. If you can think of any other um, jiggery pokery like this that sort of goes in the lines, go to the Facebook page, um, go to the post for this post, and um, yeah, let us know. Let us know what you think. Um, so yeah, it's fun to be back doing this, and it's hopefully fun for you guys listening. And I will talk to you very soon. Secretos por...